story of a season. He's all by himself, fires into the end zone, caught, touchdown! Here's your host, Truman Chose. You're listening to Radio Free Hillsdale on WRFH 101.7 FM. In 2014, the Jacksonville Jaguars drafted Blake Bortles as the third overall pick in the hopes that he could be their franchise quarterback. They were in a six-year playoff drought and hoped to gain success and national prominence. Bortles was seen as a decent pick, if also a work in progress. A strong 2015 campaign led to high expectations for the next season. Jacksonville was a trendy pick to win the AFC South and end a nearly decade-long playoff drought. Instead, the Jaguars crashed, winning only three games. Bortles showed that in his third year, he still had a penchant for risky throws which led to interceptions. Head coach Gus Bradley was fired before the season ended. Jacksonville's time in the spotlight would have to wait just a bit longer. Prior to the draft, it was suggested that the Jaguars should cut their losses, move on from Bortles, and take a quarterback in a draft rich with names like Deshaun Watson and Patrick Mahomes. Instead, the Jaguars opted to take running back Leonard Fournette fourth overall. If one looked closely, one could envision a path to success for the Jaguars. Head coach Doug Maroney and executive Tom Coughlin were planning for a defensive strategy aided by a strong running game so they wouldn't have to rely on Bortles to carry them. The Jaguars had tons of talent, particularly on the defensive side of the ball, and a new head coach to give a fresh start. But Bortles was briefly benched in training camp for career journeyman Chad Henney, only for Bortles to be named the starter for week one against the Texans. Between Bortles and chaos in the organization, expectations for the Jaguars were for another last-place finish. Besides, they'd be playing the Houston Texans first, who had to deal with Hurricane Harvey. Surely last year's division champions would want to win one for their hometown against division rivals. Instead, the Jaguars feasted on the Texans, taking advantage of four turnovers to win 26-7. So perhaps they were no longer pushovers, and Maroney and Coughlin's plan might have some potential. However, the next month brought mixed results. The Jaguars alternated between bizarre losses and decisive wins. Eventually, the Jaguars beat the Steelers in Pittsburgh. Ben Roethlisberger threw five interceptions and, after the game, openly mused about whether he should retire. Clearly, while the Jaguars struggled to put everything together from week to week, when they did, they were one of the best teams in the league. At the end of the season, six of their defensive players made the Pro Bowl. A.J. Bouye and Jalen Ramsey emerged as arguably the best corner duo in the league, along with Ramsey establishing himself as a notorious trash talker. Meanwhile, Calais Campbell, Dante Fowler, and countless others helped to round out what was arguably the best defense since the 2013 Legion of Boom. At the very least, the Jaguars had certainly the loudest, brashest defense in recent memory, and they were nicknamed Saxonville. However, in early December, despite an 8-4 record, people still considered them a tier below the truly elite teams in the league, given that this was the Jaguars, a perennial joke of a franchise. Surely they were a paper tiger. Once the Jaguars convincingly beat the Seahawks and began to win because of Wardles instead of in spite of him, their status as a Super Bowl threat was reconsidered. But two losses to end the season meant that they were viewed as a wild card also ran. Definitely an improvement over last year, but they'd surely lose well before the Super Bowl. A 10-3 victory over a mediocre Bills squad didn't provide much hope, and it was widely expected that the Jaguars would lose to the Steelers in the divisional round. However, history repeated itself. Jacksonville jumped out to an early 21-0 lead, which they kept to advance to the AFC Championship against the Patriots. While the Jaguars were again underdogs, they were not intimidated. 
They held a 10-point lead in the fourth quarter, and at one point thought Miles Jack had scored a defensive touchdown to seal the game. However, the play was whistled down, and Tom Brady did his magic, leading the Patriots to a 24-20 lead. The Jaguars had time for one last drive, advancing to the Patriots' side of the field within the two-minute warning. Soon the Jaguars faced a 4th and 14, putting the game on the shoulders of Blake Bortles. It was now or never. It's man-to-man. All three receivers over here. All three corners over here. Stepping up and throwing, and it is knocked down by Gilmore! That clip came courtesy of CBS and Jim Nance. Since that moment, the Saxonville defense fell apart and has been downhill for the Jaguars. But the 2017 season was a brief, shining moment to remember. This has been Story of a Season on Radio Free Hillsdale, WRFH 101.7 FM.